Monday Stainton. Good morning. May the 4th be with you. Is These it... are not the presenters you're looking for. These what? are not the presenters you're looking for. What are you doing mm, now? Have you been on Wacky or something at the weekend? Well, it's May the f it's May the 4th, isn't it? Right. So generally, Star Wars fans will say, may the 4th be, be with, with you. you. Yeah. Well, for some reason, yeah. I was at July the 4th, right? So maybe, uh, I've never watched Star Wars. I fell asleep during one of the one of them. It was like two and a half hours long. I went, how dare you? Two and a half hours. I thought, I thought you were in it. Oh, R2-B2 or whatever he's R2-B2. <laughs> I thought you were in that little thing. No. Oh, I, I didn't realise. I'm taller than that, but I you know, I, I hate these films. We've talked about this before, these films that go two and a half hours. Oh, yeah, because it's so good. No, it's not. Cut to the chase. Just cut to the chase. I get sick well, of Star that. Wars was. I think Star Wars is, is guilty of, of doing what um, the Avengers has done. They're just way too many films. It's, yeah. You know, should, should have stopped at three or four. They've gone on to about, I think Star Wars got nine now, something like that, and I've lost track of it. A bit with the Avengers, you know. Yeah. When Spider-Man joined, I'd had enough. You know, no, I'm finished with it. You know, that, I got to the point where I was just bored with it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 once you've seen uh, Superman Can Fly, all these other ones, you know, Christopher Reeves was the Superman. Once you've seen that, mm. there's no point watching that. Um, can I just uh, dive straight into the weekend briefings, Paul? I know you didn't watch Dive those. in, yeah. I didn't tune in this weekend. I was busy doing other things. Uh, well, I do. I watch it for the nation. Uh, it was the, res <laughs> the reserves were out this weekend. It was... Uh, uh, oh, were they? Mr. Generic, uh, or Gendrick, or whatever it's called, but Mr. Generic, uh, he came out on Saturday and they do this kind of whole party political thing of what they've done and everything and it was I, I can't remember exactly I think I think it was something quite serious and then out comes Michael Gove uh, oh Michael, rubber face I call him rubber face his face is like we Mickey no. Gove we Mickey Gove there he comes <laughs> alright the thing is I, every time I see Michael Gove I can't get my head around the fact that I've seen him running in these wee shorts. You know those wee shorts? Oh, yeah, he's, 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 like, he's like one of the 118 guys, isn't he? He runs like the 118 yeah. guys run. You he, know. He's like Phoebe out of Friends. You know that? <laughs> but he, he goes and buys a newspaper, so I can't look at him now and, and take anything serious because I just see him running around because I think he just runs the, to the local paper shop and comes back, <laughs> right? But, but if, if we go down the shorts thing with the Conservatives, what is it with crap shorts? and conservatives boris's shorts mm. completely wrong for running you know he, he, quite flouncy aren't they his shorts quite, there's a lot of flouncy. room there's a lot of room in there yeah well i think uh, partly allegedly he needs a lot of room um does he yeah well i know about that uh but um but i i just <laughs> why can't why can't they when they're doing these publicists and they've, they've all got publicists why can't they just say right let's talk about your shorts before we go any further let's if you're well, good at running can we get you some decent leggings or something? Because uh, you Shouldn't will be on the telly. They but, should have a kit. Like Liverpool have got a kit. There should be a conservative kit. They've all got the same branded tracksuits. Yeah. You know, they've all got the same branded shorts, caps, hats. Oh, that's hats, nice. You know, all that. that you know, they could, they could have their own brand across it, obviously blue, and they'd all look, you know, very nice. There's a sort of marketing idea coming from a business I, I run. Um, you know, I think that would work. Wow, you might get a plug-in for the kids. Do you want to make the conservative? PS uniform? Media. Yeah, PS Media. <laughs> well, I could imagine selling it at the conference. Everybody be in their hats. I mean, it'd be a bit sort of third right when everybody's wearing the same hats and the same big flags. Wow. 
Wow, you know. Oh, wow. Our first Third Reich, our first Third Reich of the week, and it's a Monday. Well, it would if they all looked the same. Yeah, it would yeah, be a bit yeah. sort of Nuremberg rally, wouldn't yeah. it? But, but, you know, you're not I'm saying blue rather than red. You're not saying, are you? He said, for legal purposes, get me. Uh, that yeah, You're not comparing them with the Nazis. You're just saying. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Image like, wise, it image would wise. be close to that. Right. But, you know, behind it, policy wise, there's no. There's no far-right neo-Nazi-ism right. at all. Thank you. But, you know, they would all be wearing the same kit. Let's, can, mm. can we just uh, let's move on, please? Yeah, well, talk, I wanted to talk about Boris because, you know, he's called his son Wilfred. Now, yes. I, I don't think that's a name for a boy in 2020. You know, I, I can imagine, you know, down Thomas Deakin Academy... You know, there's going to be problems for Wilfred. Yes, you know, Wilfred, you know? Wilfred Johnson. Um, uh, somebody who said made a joke about um, he will get Willie Johnson. Uh, you know, yeah. be, uh, but the other thing as well is with a name like that, and some of the schools I've been to, I went to, it, with a name like that, you might as well start a dinner money fund because every day you're going to walk in and say, "Will Fred, dinner yeah. money?" No, not again. Yeah, please, you know your name, give me your money. Some names are just past it now, aren't they? I mean, you don't get many Alberts anymore or, or Jims or Normans or Trevors. You know, they're, they're old hat, them sort of names. Ronnie, you know, you don't call your kid Ronnie anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ronnie's a very popular name these days. Yeah, especially... Well, 2020. Especially for the ladies. That, you know, you get Ronnie on Khan, O'Connor, our, our comedian. Uh, you've got Ronnie O'Sullivan, uh, Ronnie Briggs... Uh, <laughs> train robber, yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Ronnie Corbett, you know, your your brother. What's so much about you with uh, Paul? Then Paul's very, you know, it's, it can't even be shortened. It can't even. At least I'm, I can be Ron, right? But you, you can't, can't be shortened, though, can no, you? You can't. You can't be Paul. 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 You can't. Well, Paul. Paul is still a quite a popular name in 2020. I mean, I was almost called Cyril uh, <laughs> if it hadn't been for the yeah. Because my dad was called Cyril, and uh, he, he had a couple of jars at the christening and tried to get the pen off me mum and put Cyril on the old docket. Oh, but you she managed put, to get the pen off him. We should put that out on Facebook because I've got two stories. I was going to, my mum thought I was going to be a boy, a girl rather, yeah. boy, yeah. a girl, and she was she was still going to stay with Rona. I was going to be Rona. It was either going to be Ronnie Rona. or Rona. I was going to be Rona, Rona Barbara. Rona's a bit of a prostitute's name, isn't it? I don't think so. I'd, I, I've earned some money. I, I was a gigolo once uh, during one of my during my resting phases. Um, but the other story I've got in that one is a, a, a father uh, went down to register his child's um, sort of uh, birth and decided just to change the name at the last minute and yeah. to include one of his own family names in there as well and didn't tell his wife. Oh. So went down there and it came back with a certificate with the name down. Now, I no. think there's stories about naming of children as well to be had in there because um, what were you going to be called if you hadn't been, have you been the opposite sex? If yeah, you... yeah, that would be good. I mean, Andy Carman's been on. He says, mum and dad almost called me Guy because I was born on November the 5th, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah. It's better than Catherine Wheel, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Rocket. <laughs> and Crick... <laughs> Rocket Carmen. Rocket Carmen. <laughs> He's no rocket, that lad. He's well laid back. Um, but Chrissy's also been on. She says, you're not thinking about this Wilfred thing right because 
he's not going to be going to school with Chantel and Tyler and Tyrone, is he? He's going to school with Rupert, Tarquin, yes. Alexandria at Eton. So Wilfred will fit right in, says Chrissy. She has a point. Yeah. I think she has a point there. Do, does yeah, he definitely. get automatic entry into Eton then? Does... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's through the back door. All right. Straight okay. in. Yeah, all right. Yeah, there's a little pass. There's a little passage around the back. He's up the back passage and in. Oh, yeah. lovely. Well, that's nice to know there is a back passage to, to Eton. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah, it's well used. Uh, time for me to do one of my sound effect thingies, Paul. You'll be very pleased oh, with this. Oh, uh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And let me get my YouTube up because uh, it's called... Um, here we go, then. <laughs> I feel like I should be taking my shirt off. What? Don't bother. No, carry on. Uh, no. Animal magics. Um, uh, you know, we know that animals get a bit cocky uh, of late. Um, uh, I want to talk about three particular animals. Uh, killer, horn yes. killer hornets, Paul. Have you heard about the killer hornets? Not the killer hornets. I've seen hornets. It's that time no. of year, isn't it, when they come out, the old hornets? In America, in North America, and I think they're coming to North Africa as well, there are killer uh, hornets that attack bees. They actually go in oh. and rip the heads off of bees and leave whole... So they're in North America. They're going to North Africa. Yeah, they're for Are they holidays. going anywhere else? North? Well, north that, of England? That's what I think. They're going to come because we mm. usually get them because they fly these things, you know, but they fly, they've fly. they got wings. And to, yeah. they, they can effectively go wherever they like. Um, but these killer yeah. hornets, they attack a hive not and not just kind of lay a disease or something like that. They rip the heads off of bees. Oh, that's not you, you just do, yeah. But they're massive. When you see them, they are big old boys. Uh, that that whole lot. Of that. Um, the other one I talk about. Did you remember the Hitchcock movie, The Birds? Yes, yes. Remember With this? Yeah. yeah, this uh, mm. t t um, the thingy Hedron, whatever her name was. Um, Tipper. Tipper Hedron. Tipper Hedron Collider. Um, but she. <laughs> She, uh, that movie where the, the birds get a life and they take over. Well, mm. in a shopping mall in America, I'd, <laughs> hundreds, thousands of blackbirds descended on a shopping mall car park and it all landed on the on the cars and everything. People were no. running. Yes. And I wonder with the, what's going on with the pandemic, is yeah. this a sign of things to come? Are they, are, do, you think I, it's, do you think it's nature getting tipped out of kilter? Do you think that's what it is? The birds are getting cocky. Because we're not about. We're not roaming the land like we normally do. No. So the birds are getting all cocky. The ornits are, you know, oh, I'm going to North Africa. What? Take them out. What? Take them out because there's no people about. What? Come on, ornits. Let's what? go. What's it? Why have they got a, a, a Cockney accent there? Why did they... well, Why not? How do you know they haven't? They might be quite posh. I say that. Oh, geezer. All right. I'm going to take the head off of that bee. I'll bet you. Yeah, are. I, th I, th I think you're right, though. I think you've got. So, and, and nice to see you doing so much reading as well. Um, yeah. Ecological reading. Very, uh, very nice indeed. Well, yesterday, uh, a final note on animal uh, tragic is that squirrels are getting cocky. Uh, oh. Me and Mrs. Barber we went round the gated community yesterday just to check we're on, on our investments. We we own a couple of properties there. Um, yeah, yeah. But the squirrels are just not moving anymore. The grey ones have just gone. Yeah, you're well, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I'm going to stay here. You do. You do it. I'm not going to attack you. But there you are. I'm here. Just get lazy. Do you think? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they've got enough nuts. I don't know. Maybe well, they don't need to. I. I. I'd felt like saying we need to maybe put a sign up to say to animals. Yeah. Hey, listen. We're still the major race here. We're still the uh, the ones in charge. So just watch yourself. So all I'm saying to the listeners this morning: just watch out for animals because uh, we think they're getting out of control.
Animals on the turn. Is that what you're saying? Oh, they're, they're turning. I did. I, I did like your <laughs> tipped out of kilter. Nature's tipped out of kilter. That is a wonderful yes. phrase. Tipped out of kilter. Oh, I do worry that as, as we sort of, you know, it was the seventh week of lockdown and we're, we're, we're not doing as much as we did. Uh, maybe we just, you know, keep the social distancing, but to keep animals in their place and to keep the squirrels back up the tree, you know, we, we do, you know, make ourselves a little bit more um, obvious to them. So if there's any squirrels out there, go and say boo to a squirrel. That's what I want you to do today. That's your mission for today, to keep Six. animals in check. Go and say boo to a squirrel. Thank you very much. Um, now, you sent, mm. you sent me something in the, uh, the email this morning. What the heck's this? I've sent you the lyrics to uh, Shabba Ranks. Shabba. Uh, Mr. Loverman, um, right. that's 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 coming up very shortly because uh, today on the show, throwing ahead, uh, we're going to be playing. Now that's what Ronnie calls 1993. Right, right. yeah. And we're we're going to get to that a little bit later on. See how many out of five you can get. I'm playing right. some tracks. Okay, right? well I'm looking forward to um, it. But I've got a surprise for you now. It's another musical thing, but it's a little surprise. Would right. you like to? Would yes, you like to hear it. Yes, please. It's a new feature called Ronnie Barber Sings. We found it, Ronnie. Who we won? found your performance from Pontings in 1975. What? Yeah, Chris Cullen found it on the interweb. It's, um, do you remember the Pointer Sisters? I need a lover with a slow hand. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah, you need a lover with two yeah. slow hands. That's right. Yeah. Well, th th this is off the YouTuber. It's Ronnie Barber singing slow hand, Pontings, 1995. There's video and everything. Never, Do you remember it? I've never been to Pontins in my life. Well, let's oh, have a listen. Boy. Let's have a listen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the jacket, Ronnie, as well. Gold jacket. I've seen this video. I know the one you're talking about, and I don't, I, I don't like the jacket, and I do not like the size of the boy singing. It's, you know, he's a big old boy. He's not a. <laughs> You've lost weight since then, haven't you? Yeah, You've lost weight since 1975. The gold jacket. Who, who knew that a gold jacket went with a green shirt underneath? Well, well, yeah, yeah. Uh... It was a, it was a thing. Tell you. No, I've never. I, you know that thing about the pontons and butlers. I was always a butlins boy. We went butlins. We, we never did mm -mm. pontons. Never at all. Well, that was sent to me by Chris Cullum. Uh, he found it on the interweb, but he got me thinking about um you know karaoke and stuff like that because um there's a lot of people at the moment in lockdown a bit like your good self in 1975 <laughs> doing over doing over exuberant over exuberant karaoke and it happens a lot i think when people are either you know bored or drunk and, and you, you know you know the sort they get up don't they on holiday and all of a sudden you know they they've been we ronnie barber for years then all of a sudden a couple of shandies they're Neil flipping diamond, aren't they? Yeah. They they long rocks, you know, for Brian. Oh yeah, you know, the or singer, yeah. Or they think the Madonna and they're Vogue, 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 Vogue all over the place. You know, um, they're not. They need to stop no. it with the over exuberant karaoke. I've seen it online in the last few weeks as well. People at home doing it. Yeah. Stop it. Can I hmm. say I've never ever done karaoke? I you know never. no because anybody it's a bit like going to a fancy dress party I've never yeah. I, I went to one fancy dress party as an adult and I never gone I'll never do it again never invite me to one and I'll never if I see the word karaoke I'm not going because mm. I what I, did you go as the fancy dress party I went what did as, you go uh, as what did I go uh, Urwally I went as Urwally uh, or oh and I went as a I went as somebody from Woodstock as well I went as a hippie oh yeah yeah I went as, as a, a hedgehog a hippie. 
Not as a oh, hedgehog. Oh, sorry, I mis- misheard you there. Yeah. yeah. You could just put some spikes on your back, couldn't you, if you crawl along the floor? People, I'd like to put some you, spikes somewhere, matey. And, uh, <laughs> I know where but I'd like to... You know to what I mean? <laughs> I need people to stop it with the over-exuberant karaoke. And, and we know who you are, because you're the people that don't normally dance at parties. And then you get up, don't you, at Little yeah. Eva's 90th, and they start doing that funny dancing, you know, they've not, you know stop it. Don't do it now. I like dancing because mm. I can da- I can dance properly. I can do the kind of like pants peoplely stuff. I'm brilliant at that. But can you? Though well, I, I have very few clothes on. Yeah, I can. Yeah, um, uh, when I get my thong out, I get my old th- when they play my thong, Ooh. I get my thong out. Yeah, um, but I've dislocated my suggestive knees dancing. dancing. You do a bit of suggestive dancing. I do you? pole dancing. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Yeah, okay. the guy two doors down from Poland, <laughs> him and I dance together oh. at, at, a, at a distance. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'll let you have that one. Uh, karaoke people. And maybe people at home, I know you're learning a new instrument or something, but maybe just practice for a bit longer. That's all we're yeah, saying. Yeah, before, un- before you unleash your instrument on the world, yes. you know, ha- have a couple of twangs on it first. Yeah, that, and that's your kind of motto. You, you've lived by that, haven't you, all your life, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. You've never I, released, I wouldn't, I, you wouldn't release your uh, instrument to the world until you've, you've had a couple of twangs on it, haven't you? That's well, your... who would? You need to get used to it. You need, yes. you need to feel it. You need to understand your instrument, and you need to make sure you're completely at one with it before yeah. you release your instrument. Yeah. to the wider public. And it makes the hairs grow in your, your palm of your hand, apparently, as well. Now, uh, well, t- talk, possibly. talking of things, Paul, um, can I talk about something very sensitive uh, today? Um, now, if you, get any yes. ch- you, if you get any children... Do you want to slow down? Shall I slow down my delivery? Shall I slow no, down? No, no, no. This be is, a little yeah, bit more yeah. warm? Well, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> You'd be warm. Cool. Um, no, uh, it's something... So if you get any kids listening, maybe get, you get them to do something else. Maybe go and get them to clean the chimney yeah. or... Uh, yeah. you know, maybe sort out the wheels in your car anyway i would like to talk about um isolation sex what isolation sex paul right. i'm getting closer to the microphone yeah, now me too but it's a bit hello not between you and me no isolation sex. oh um uh, sales of condoms have gone down <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sales condoms gone down um, because people are seeing each other all day long. So the yeah. idea of having the nookify at night time is no longer a thing. So uh, the independent today, they've they've got some sex therapists and sex advisors to talk about things to spice up your sex life. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Um, uh, now you don't have to forget about sex completely. Uh, but there's far, it's, more, it's more important to remember the kind of just essential feeling. So they're suggesting uh, exchanging massages uh, can be relaxing, sensual and bonding, bonding. But, Paul, for a playful twist, twist, try a texture tour. Texture tour. Would you like to do a texture tour? Uh, well, add some gr- add some grit. Yeah, well, uh, but that, that might be something to think of. Blindfold yeah. your partner, Paul. Have you thought about that? Then, yeah, I, I quite like to do that now and again anyway, to be yeah. honest, and spin around a bit. Blindfold your partner, then gently stroke, roll, tap, and press the skin all over the body with items you've gathered from around the house. All right, <laughs> here I've we got go. a ruler here. Oh, well, that could be, um, that have got different textures, for instance, a chili, yeah. me- a chili metal fork. All right, uh, yeah, you can stroke your, your uh, lady with a. A velvet cushion, Paul. Have you got any velvet cushions? <laughs> I don't. I don't have a velvet cushion. I could get one off Amazon pretty quick. I think. Mm. What about a tie from a silky robe? Uh, right, you know, t- t- you know, take the tie off there. 
a, le- a leather glove, Paul. What about a leather glove? Would you, you know, just a, ooh, Mrs. Stainton, ooh, is that the leather glove? Yeah. Or are you, are you, how do you do this when you've got a sixteen-year-old in the house? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You you go and get her to do the chimney. Anyway. Okay. Uh, and finally, um, uh, what about a spike tumble dryer ball? <laughs> They make a racket, them things. I would buy them if I yeah. were you. They make a hell of a racket. They'll certainly mm. make a racket if you're doing that for sensual pleasure. Can you go and get the tumble? Oh, right. What I, the- I, th- I don't think you need to go to all this expense, though, because it sounds expensive, that, just to, you know, yeah. you know turn your lover on. I, I, I think, you know, velvet <laughs> and all that is expensive. I, I would just look, look in the garage. Because oh. I, I, think, I think we've got other things, you know, handy. You know, a bit of hose pipe. Yeah, you know, a, yeah. Bit of, a bit of a bit of sand, a bit oh. of you know smooth, a bit of smooth sandpaper. What about some gaffer tape or something like that? The rough, the sm- some gaffer tape for the wrists, you know, all that sort of stuff. I think will come in handy. It won't cost you a penny. It's hanging about in the garage, you know. Uh, sex of, uh, sales of condoms are going, but sex toys have gone up. The price of sex uh, wow. uh, people are asking. And Paul, I don't know if you're aware of this. You, you can get a sex toy that can be uh, triggered remotely. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> how do you trigger it? it? You've got an app. This is without a word of a lie. You've got oh, an really? app, and you can you yeah. can actually trigger a sex toy. La- <laughs> you can launch it. You can launch a sex toy from an Five, app. Five, four, four, three, three two, two, one. No, but, but the thing that would get me, Paul, is I think you should maybe give it a bit of warning before you trigger it because. Yeah, you're starting worse than just sitting, just uh, doing your uh, paperwork. And so, so, yeah, um, what happens if you trigger it by accident yes. in the middle of Coronation Street? Yeah. You know, the rabbit, the rabbit's running. Yeah. The rabbit's running. Oh. You know, no, no, no. Peter Barlow's just about to, you know, whatever. You know, you're you driving a bus. Running. You're driving a bus. <laughs> um, before we do our competition, oh. can we uh, can we talk about new listeners today? Because I haven't told you about the new listeners. Oh yeah, where where are we going today? Have we had well, some over the weekend? Yeah, we did. Um, brand new listener, Paul. We're going to go to a place called Cala Brazon. C A L A B R A Z O N. It's in the Philippines, yeah. Paul. It's in the Philippines. Oh yes, yes, yes. It's um, have you it's been there sport. with sport? Have you done this? Yeah. No, but some some of the people I work with went to the Philippines. They went to count um, Imelda Marcos's shoes. Shoes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, the, the, they were there quite a while, to be honest, a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, but the Calabrazon, it used to be known as Southern Tagalog mainland, didn't it? Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah uh, it, it's just not. It's it's situated in the south of the national capital region. It's bordered by Manila Bay in the west. Uh huh. It's got Lamon Bay and the Bicoli region in the east. Beautiful, lovely. Why did, why did it change its name then? Why did it change? Um, it, it, well, it, it was just one of those things. It's easier to say Southern Tagalog mainland than it is Calabrasso. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number two is... Costa Rica. We've gone to a place called Provincial de San Jose. Uh, the province of San Jose, I would imagine. Provincial uh, de San Jose. Uh, what have you got Do there? Do you know, know the, the way to Provincial San Jose? Well, Costa Rica, because a beautiful, beautiful place, gorgeous beaches. Uh, it was sparsely inhabited by indigenous peoples before coming under Spanish rule in the 16th century. There weren't many people there at all. Right. Uh, and old Spaniards. Can Spaniards I just say something? Up. Why have you gone um, very camp? 
You've gone very calm. Oh, there's not very many people there at all. I can I'll see tell you. you why. Why? I'll tell you why, because every time I think of Costa Rica, I think of Brucey. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's was, where he yeah. lived, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah, his business was from Costa Rica, with, yeah. Yeah, what was her name? Miss Costa Rica. Yeah, that's that was it. it. And... Um, <laughs> And uh, very progressive environmental policies in Costa Rica. It's the only country to meet all five UNDP criteria established to measure environmental sustainability. Well, good on them. I wonder if our third, uh, final place for now, Paul, in UK, <clears throat> a place called Collington, C-A-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N, Collington. Where the heck? Thanks for be? spelling that. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Collington. I've given you enough time, Paul. Well, That's the idea is to spell it out so you can so you can remember it properly. Yeah, it's coming back to me now. Hold yes. on, yeah. The, through the Easter, it's coming back to me. And, uh, yeah, East Sussex, beautiful, yeah. Lovely railway station at Collington. Yeah. Uh, it's on the East Coastway line, and uh, the train service is there, provided by Southern. Uh, yeah, it's got right. two platforms linked by a footbridge. Yeah, it's quite quite a, quite a nice oh, place as well. Collington, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, ever so, ever so cosmopolitan. Uh, but that's all I know about it, to be honest with you. That's yeah. all I can remember. Yeah. I, I've, for, I've forgotten, forgotten quite a bit about Collington. Yeah, mm. well, yeah, because um, you've been busy all your life. Uh, but hello to Collington, and uh, thank you for listening to the uh, the Antidote podcast. Hold on, hold on. Right. Can I just say something? Yes. I, I've just read this, that the government's going to launch a trial app to track COVID-19 infections. So that's yeah, just yeah. breaking news. I'm slightly concerned though because they're launching it on the Isle of Wight, which I didn't realise <laughs> didn't realise was the technological hub of Great Britain. Oh, I thought yeah. it was a, that's I what, thought it was a place where you can still ride around in a pony. No, 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 you're getting that. Uh, that's outrageous, Michael. Uh, not Michael Gates. Um, uh, Gates. Uh, what's his name? Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Yeah, uh, William Gates, as he was known in Gareth the, Gates. Yeah, I don't know. he grew up in uh, the Isle of Wight. Uh, Did he? Yeah, and I think the bloke that invented Facebook uh, spent his holidays there as well. So, you know, that's a bit unkind, Paul. You know, Gates, he started there, and the bloke who started Facebook started, had his holidays Old there. Oh, Zuckerberg. Did yeah, he? I yeah. didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just thought it was a strange place to launch a, a technological invention like this because there aren't many people live there, and those that do are normally about 90 uh, they all ride around on them old-fashioned bicycles. Now, yes. the other bloke comes around and puts the lamps on at night with a bowler yeah, hat. The Fenny Parling. does it. The Fenny Parling. Who? The Penny Parling. <laughs> I've never met her. No. Never met her. She's a lovely lady. Tall. Uh, so yeah. anyway, there we go. Well, you know, Isle of Wight. Well, they might as well just go to... They might as well just go to Sark, you know, or Guernsey. Yeah, what? or Piddly. Or Piddly. Piddly are very technically <laughs> aware up there. They've got a fantastic... Are they? <laughs> Uh, right, okay, let's play that then, listeners. It's time for uh, now. That's what I, that's what Ronnie calls 1993. Is that right? Yes, you've done well on certain years, and you've struggled on others. Yeah. Um, you struggled with 1989. You did quite well with 1971. Was it? I can't remember yes. the other day. But this is 1993. Now that's what Ronnie calls 1993. You can play along too. All Ronnie has to do is guess the artist and the song title from five tunes from a classic year, 1993. Here we go. Uh, I, was, I was presenting a mid-morning show on Harrowwood FM back then and driving a white XR3i. Oh, Where yeah. were you, Ronnie? What were you uh, doing? 19, were you doing? Uh, 1993, uh, so I would probably... Would I be starting my uh, broadcasting career then? Oh, yeah, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd just be... Uh, start, I, would, I think I was at talk radio then. 
Because I went, I climbed to the top very, very quickly in the radio. Yes. I, I did an afternoon. And I did an afternoon. And this is absolutely true. I was doing afternoons at uh, Sunday afternoons on Caroline Call. And the guy who was running top radio was driving through and they needed a Scottish accent. He went, Oh, this guy sounds good. And I got the job mm. on Christmas Eve. So, I, yeah, I was starting to entertain the nation. I'd protected the nation. And I thought, <laughs> it's now time to entertain the nation. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's worked on and off. More off than yeah. on. <laughs> the first of many thousands of jobs. Brilliant. Yes. Excellent. All right, here we go then. Uh, now that's what Ronnie calls 1993. Are you ready for tune number one? Yes, please. Here we go. It's a huge dance floor hit. No limits. Uh, there's no limits. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm making boxes. Uh, uh, living in a box. No, uh, it's a, there's no limits. I don't know the group. It is No Limits by Two Unlimited, yeah, uh, which was a, it was a cheap old Pete Walkman dance act. Uh, but uh, they had some big hits in that year, big hits. So, so I'll give you a half a point there. Yeah, please. Mm, half Thank a point. You. Are you ready for song number two, Mr Ronnie Barbers? Yes, please. Oh, yeah, well, here we go then, fella. This is a biggie. Oh, big tune from 1993. Oh, take that. Back for good. Oh, no. What are you saying? Uh, no, no, take that. Sorry, I just you broke up there for a second. <laughs> Come on, Ronnie! Uh, uh, I can't remember this song song title. All we do is night is pray. pray. It's oh, pray. God. It's pray, Ronnie. Oh, take that. One out of two altogether. One out of two. Here comes song number three. Hmm? 1993. Oh, Huge God. hit. Oh. On the radio all the time. I was playing this oh, on yeah. Heroin FM oh. every day. All that she wants. All that she wants. Oh, I don't know the singer again. Ace of Bass. All that she wants. They want. were a huge band. I all, think she, all that she wants, Ace of Bass. Okay, mm. to one and a half then. Okay, yeah, one and a half. Uh, here comes song number four, another big are you, radio. Are you saying thong number four? It sounds like you're saying thong. Song number four. Okay. Oh, Charles and Eddie would have lied to you. Bang. Oh, no. It's not. Oh, no. No. Oh no! Oh, it's 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 the spin doctors. Uh, mm. Oh, little miss. Oh god. Oh. Oh, I've played this so many times. Oh no. That's a great record, isn't yeah, it? It's, uh, great... it's two princes by the spin doctors. So I'm gonna. I'm... I'm going to give you half a point, despite the fact that you went to your uh, fail-safe tune, Charles Nelly, when I lie to you again. <laughs> the first song ever played on BBC Radio Kimsha. Uh, would I lie to the... Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> OK. All right. This is rubbish. One and a half out of four. Yeah. Uh, so this is your final tune. Oh, this, this, this was big. This was huge in 1993. Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> Much a lover man, Shakademus, and like lover man. Is it Shakademus? Is it Shakademus? Shakademus, Dizzy Rascal. Shaka. <laughs> Dizzy Rascal. Who is it? I don't think Dizzy Rascal was born in 1993. No, probably not. That is the legend from the Caribbean, my friend. That is Shabba Ranks. Oh, Shabba. Shabba of course, it's Shabba Ranks. That was yeah, a rubbish well, year. Oh, that was a rubbish uh, year. A rubbish year. That was a classic year, no. my friend. What, take that and pray? Come on. 
Oh, we've got lots of comments about 1993, by the way, uh, yep. from people that were there. Uh, Jill Hendry says, um, 1993, the year I had my youngest son. Uh, Dario says, uh, Chakademus and Pliers were in the charts. It was my first ever purchase. I was savvy, though. I recorded it onto another tape and sold said tape to my mate for a quid. It was a Woolworths purchase. That's piracy. Um, That's piracy. We don't, we don't condone it, but, you know, if it you can happens. get away with it, fair play. Uh, Pete says, Pete Walkowski... Did anyone ever find out what Meatloaf wouldn't exactly do for love in that year? Because that was the best-selling song of the year, Meatloaf, I'd do anything oh, for love. Yeah. I think there was some kind of dissertation written about that. And, you know, was some, Yeah, some person at university did a dissertation about it, and actually it was nothing to do with what he wouldn't do. It was all about, oh, who cares? But Carl Lettman's been on as well. He's a big fan of the Shabarank song. He says, uh, Mr. Lover Lover. Oh, I love it. Can we get Ronnie to read the lyrics out to uh, Mr. Loverman by Shabaranks? Which I think would be good. You know, oh, Scottish sort of... man reading out Jamaican oh, lyrics. Oh, I see. That'd, that'd be great. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, this is this is not... Oh, hang on. My... Is that your phone tinging or mine? It's people messaging me. I'm very popular. I'm in oh, demand. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I'm, so not, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Okay, so, I've got the, you've got the is, lyrics to yeah. Mr. Loverman. This is a, this is a broadcasting first. Okay. Scottish man sings Jamaican rappers' lyrics. Okay. I'm loving it. Off you go, Ronnie, with Mr. Loverman. Whenever you're ready. Hear this, old man. Make sure that if you understand, you woman straight up to the max. All right, come now. <laughs> champion lover, no ease up tonight. Well, champion lover, gonna make you feel all right. Oh. Oh, very good. Them yeah, call good, me Mr. Friend. Loverman. <laughs> Them call me Mr. Lover. Them Mr. Loverman could them call me Mr. Lover. Them call me Mr. Loverman, them call me Mr. Lover. Mr. Loverman, them call me Mr. Lover. Oh, God. Right. Oh. <laughs> Scottish man does shatter ranks. You, you know what we did? I remember we did this once because we're nearly the end of the show anyway. Um, but I remember once uh, I got Sam Dalton, who used to be your newsreader, but Sam, Sam produced me. She did, very good journalist, very good. Mm. But she used to, and a great newsreader, and she used to produce me at Essex, and we used to get her to do rap um, lyrics in the style <laughs> of a newsreader. It was wonderful. It was just yeah. wonderful. Um, the little things, isn't the little things. Scottish Shabba, who would have thought it? Scottish Shabba, <laughs> that's one, Scottish Shabba. How are you spelling Shabba? S-H-A-B-B-A. Oh, yeah. oh, I'll have to look at that. Uh, okay, then. Uh, we're coming to the end. Of, that's 34 minutes. That's far enough to... Have to we work. finished? That has flown by today yeah, yeah. again, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I hope they like it as much as I like doing it, because it really cheers me up. Yeah, it does. It keeps us happy. I don't care if anybody's listening, but actually they are listening. We've got a lot of people listening. Um, isolation sex, we're going to talk about that. Well, we, we'll put that on the thingy as well. That yeah, sex, yeah. sex yeah. always sells. Yeah. As I know it does, yeah. Put, put that up first. We'll, yeah. we'll mention the word sex and uh, all the all, all the old scrotes will be in won't they for a listen. the old scrotes yeah yeah well, you, 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 know you would know that uh, uh that sex does sell wouldn't you paul yeah anyway, yeah are you going yeah. to leave me with a good oh. tune then i'm gonna i'm gonna play out with the best-selling song of the year are you ready can yes. you say here's meatloaf here's meatloaf oh he'd do anything for love best-selling song of 1983 you like this, Ronnie, don't you? You can't. You can't. You can take the boy out of Yorkshire. You can't do. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 